This is Hell to Japan, and today we're talking about pet peeves. I've got a bunch, and my co-host has too. What's your first pet peeve? Hurry up, hurry up. Tell me right now. <laughs> I don't know. We're on the clock. We're on the clock. You got five okay. seconds. Five, four, three, Hang two, on. one. Go. All right, all right, all right. Okay. This is going to be a short podcast. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, let's talk about that. So, so pet yeah. peeve, right, is a minor annoyance that an yep. individual identifies as particularly irritating to them mm-hmm. to a greater degree than would be expected based on the experience of others. So I want to I want I want to make that perfectly clear to people listening because we're coming, you know, this you know 2020 has been a fucking shitty year, hasn't it? It has been a shitty year, thank you. <laughs> and we don't want to make light of the fact that people are going through real struggles. That's true. So I don't want to be in poor taste or uh, to sound like we're trivializing what other people are going through. But uh, this is something which we've talked about before. Um, Not on another podcast, but I just personally, you and I have talked about this, about how uh, shit that annoys us. And um, I think you'll get a uh, better appreciation of who we are as people. Yeah. In this podcast, which is Hell to Japan, because you can get a better appreciation of what really pisses us off um, to uh, get a better feel for our personalities as well. Yeah, and you also might understand what it's like to live in Japan as opposed to us reviewing a movie. (laughs) Well, exactly, yeah. We love movies. When we're talking about a movie, um, you wouldn't know that we're exclusively focused on japan <laughs> except for the fact that these movies are japanese but you probably wouldn't know if you hadn't looked at the title and the introduction of the podcast <laughs> except for silence that's martin scorsese film about japan but um you can't really mm. know what it's like to live in japan by watching silence because it's about 300 years ago <laughs> <laughs> So this uh, this is a more up to date uh, rendering of what Japan is like through the annoyances that we have. And one of my favorite uh, segments. We're just going to do a little sidetrack. David Letterman had Jay Leno come on his show in the early 1980s, the late night with David Letterman show. Uh, maybe you you're familiar with it. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know David. Okay, Letterman, yeah. he had the show. It came on at 12:30 at night. Anyway for uh, many many years and um jay leno used to come on and it was so funny because he had this segment called what's your beef and you come on and he'd usually just say these ridiculous things like it's a david leonard said hey well what's your beef he's like you know dave i'll tell you what my beef is and then he'd pull out like a tv guide he's like look look at the tv guide three different tv shows this week all feature plots where Someone's evil twin is out to kill them. <laughs> What's going on <laughs> with the TV? There's only evil twins. I've never met anyone with an evil twin. But you go on and on like that, and I always enjoyed that. So I'm looking forward to hear what your take on pet peeves are in Japan are, even though that has nothing to do with Japan. Also, before I go into my pet peeves, mm-hmm. I, I, want, I also want to clarify that I'm not one... Well, I... I don't enjoy complainers. Uh-huh. I don't impl- enjoy listening to people bitch and moan about fucking uh, things that are going on in their lives, which has no real meaningful impact. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, little picadillos, little things that upset them. Because I had a friend uh, in Japan. He's now living in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, That's a good show. He was in the American uh, military. Uh-huh. And... Really, yeah, a really good friend, mm-hmm. but uh, he would also he would just have this propensity to complain about every fucking thing mm-hmm. under the sun. It would it would be like uh, uh, dry cleaning one moment. We'll talk we'll talk about his, his clothes aren't uh, aren't being properly wait, wait, treated uh, the way that he was used to back in the states. I'm sorry, you've told me this story before. Can you re- relay that story again? I think it's I, I remember reacting ridiculous. Like that is fucking ridiculous. Can you remember this story about his complaints about dry cleaning? Oh, uh, well, he he said that they the way they were hung, they, they would hang them up on, they would be on hangers, but then they would fold them 
Uh-huh. <laughs> he would fold his suits and his shirts while in the hangings, and, and he'd be saying, "Why the fuck are you folding these freshly pressed uh, shirts and and my suits when um, you're defeating the purpose? Because you're actually creating a crease every time you did it." Mm. And at the time, I wasn't uh, when I knew him several years ago. I, I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't really wearing suits; mm. just a shirt and tie. Right. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, just got he just got really upset about it, mm. um, and then he. And then he'd complain about uh, how, actually, the first time I met him, I was in a bar, just, you know, drinking, drinking at the bar alone. And then I hear this loud American next to me and he looks at me and he said, oh, hey, uh, have you seen this guy? Uh, He's a black guy. Have you seen him around? Uh, I think he owes me money. (laughs) Uh, I I, I was helping him earlier today and uh, he, uh, we both went to this bar and there's a tab here and I haven't seen him. Have you seen him? And I said, no, I'm sorry. And that was the first introduction to him. Him complaining about someone he had met <laughs> who, who owed him money. And that was the start of a, a, wonderful yeah, a friendship. Yeah. Uh, a wonderful relationship. And he, uh, but yeah, so he'd, he'd complain about that. He'd complain about um, uh, homeless people who... He would give, you know, he gave money to this one woman and she complained. She's like, you're only giving me a hundred yen. I mean, fuck, you know, it's not even worth it. Can't even get anything for this. And he's like, no, you can get something for that. (laughs) (laughs) So he's complaining about this homeless woman he met. And he's complaining about this shoe shiner who shined his fucking shoes because he didn't give her the correct change. (laughs) Uh, Just every fucking thing that would happen he would just complain and it actually brought me down a bit so i had to kind of distance myself from for a while because i don't think we should have there's only so much you can put up with right someone who's just so negative in your life um do you know anybody like anyone else like that i don't really know many people to begin with (laughs) so uh i don't really know anyone that complains that much yeah, <laughs> I just stay in my cave and uh, peek yeah. my head out to go to work. Uh, yeah, yeah there's not people. I I think in Japan, if uh, you know people who complain, I, I think it's has to comes down to boils down to they haven't found their niche yet. I figure out where the hell they can go. The you know that I'm sure there's another dry cleaner. It's not like it's not like it's a Seinfeld you know stand-up routine what's the deal with people creasing my clothes it's not like that it's just there's probably i've never been to a dry cleaner that creased my clothes like that i have never had that problem whatsoever Mm. yeah so it's just that you take one experience and you generalize it to make it the the huge this huge annoyance and so I think we all right. do this to a certain extent. We can't trivialize our own experiences. Uh, we have to generalize. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to function in the world, I think. Mm-mm. But, uh, like, okay, so there's the, your, your friend's got the pet, peeve, pet peeves and shit like that. Well, what, what's, uh, what is your, what's a pet peeve that you would like to start off with? Well, this is one which I may have brought up before. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't remember. Yeah. But Japan instituted a new law regarding plastic bags. Uh-huh. Do you re- you're familiar with that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Hell so yeah. to listeners, uh, Japan has a uh, new regulation regarding the use of plastic bags, and uh, they want to uh, de- disin- disincentivize, right? Yeah. Is that- yeah, I think so. I can say that. They- yeah, they want to basically make it difficult for you to actually get your plastic bags, and they want to provide the proper motivation for you to bring your own bag yeah. to any interaction with sales staff. And and that's fine. I've got no problem with that at all. And I did actually have a recycled bag, but recently I just didn't... It's just a pain in the ass going out and carrying my bag and... I know people are going to complain. They're like, oh, just take your bag and stop whining. Well, it's not a, It's not about the plastic bag regulations at all. It's just about the, the manner in which you have to pay for these bags. Mm-hmm. So they start off at like two yen, two yen for the small ones, and then three or four yen for the middle-sized ones, and then five yen for the big ones. Mm-hmm. And 
and sometimes I just want yeah I I, I want a I want a plastic bag and I, I'm I'm happy to pay for it mm-hmm. sure that's fine um, but then the first time I encountered a cashier or this was at the supermarket a local supermarket called Life and and uh, at Life I've always had great interactions with the staff and you you would expect cashiers right mm-hmm. having worked in these places for several months many of these people I've known for like a year at least and they've just been giving me the bags which were appropriately sized for the items I bought mm-hmm. Am I? Are you with me so far? I, I understand what's going on in your story. Please continue. So, <laughs> so okay. So I remember going in and and I realized, okay, oh shit, I've already got enough beer at home and enough cigarettes, and uh, oh, I've got the necessary items. I just maybe need a block of cheese. Mm-hmm. So I just got some red cheddar, some good quality New Zealand red cheddar. Right. Uh, you just I think you just listed the saddest grocery list I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that is the bachelor's the grocery list. Bear. A block of cheese. <laughs> what the fuck? Well then you, you No, but I've already got items at home. It's good no, no, quality no, no, no. New Zealand. I got I got olives I know I got olives at home. Remember I'm on a keto diet, right. okay? I'm on a but keto diet. Beer and cigarettes is part of your keto diet. <laughs> no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, right. It's low carb. Okay. It's low it, it's got zero fucking sugar and there's beers that i'm getting mm-hmm. i told you about that right the, the beer cigarettes the have beer all the carcinogens like... you need right <laughs> no, no, <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> well i'm doing a keto diet for a reason okay i'm doing a keto diet <laughs> okay, so i can okay. still enjoy the occasional cigarette and i'm not smoking okay. every day it's usually on okay. the weekends okay okay I'm, I'm only smoking on fridays and saturdays mm-hmm. uh and then it gives me a week for my body to recover my lungs <laughs> to recover even though I've had tuberculosis before, <laughs> my lungs are scarred. But we won't get into that right now. We won't get into that. For Let's out. leave that okay. to one side. Let's right. leave that to one side. Okay. okay. So so anyway, so I'm at the cashier, and then I. Uh, so just to reiterate what I'm saying mm-hmm. to those who have lost the, track. the thread, yeah. the lost track. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go into the supermarket because uh, I want to. I want to get something, and I realize I've already got food at home. And Japan is going to make you ch- uh, pay for plastic bags, which is completely okay. Mm-hmm. And so I go in with my uh, little block of cheese at a fucking supermarket. Right. And I give it to the woman. Mm-hmm. And then I say, Fukuro onegaishimasu. Mm-hmm. Fukuro. What does that mean? It means bag, please. It means bag, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she asked, then she asked me, um, what size bag would you like Mm. and i respond by pointing to the item that i've brought up Mm -hmm. i don't say anything just point i just point (laughs) at the fucking block of cheese Mm -hmm. and and how do you think she responds I don't know, but it sounds like the the theme song that Larry David's show should come on. Okay, I would say, which so, size do you want? Small, medium, or large? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's exactly right. And again, I point to this little block of New Zealand red cheddar. Yeah. And cute. yes. And then she, uh, and then she. In response, she points to the selection of bags that they have. Mm. Small, medium, large, and XL. Mm. They've even got a they've even got a bag bigger than the L. They've got an XL. <laughs> think you, she's so, implying so that after she <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> after she points at these bags, I then proceed to point at the block of cheese. Yes. Without saying a fucking word. Mm. I'm getting livid. I'm livid at that point. And then uh and then she uh she asks me again, would you like an S, an M, an L, or an XL? Mm. And, and in my mind, you know, you know what I'm thinking in my mind? Mm. Go on. I'm thinking, I, I have one item. So I'd appreciate if you can decide for me, because 
I would think that you have a better idea about the sizing than me yeah. because you've been working here for so long before the regulation was in place where you were already deciding on the size bags. You already knew the integrity of the strength of the bags yes. before this policy went in line and now you're putting the onus on me to decide on the size of the bag. Surely looking at the fucking size of the item, you can make an educated guess right. as to which bag. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, come on now. Uh, she, it's customer service. The customer is always right. Can't assume what the customer needs. You just have to ask them clearly. Is this the bag? Which bag would you like? But um, yeah, but I yeah, like I just it was. Oh, I I just couldn't believe it. I so I pointed to the small bag. I said, okay. Um, <laughs> I just realized I should have just chosen the XL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I should have just said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go with the biggest fucking bag you have for my little block of cheese. Yes. And then later on, and then I can use that. I can reuse that bag, couldn't I? Yes, you could. And that's the thing. If yeah. you get a bigger bag you get, you can use it as a trash bag. So, um, to No, I was thinking of like other items in the future. Yeah. I can go back with that same oh, plastic yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah, definitely. There, you know, you can use it like... Just put a, it in my pocket and just reuse it, right? Yeah. I want to... Can I relay this... Um, when the, this law went into effect, I lo- stopped at my local grocery store and uh, they had a sign in English. And I, I've sent you this picture before back in July. I showed it to you and they have this sign and it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know if it's a pet peeve is more enjoyment when I read it, uh, but they, the, the, you have to listen to the, the strange nature of the, the official words that are kind of out of place. Like, uh, so... The, the sign starts with notice of charge for shopping bags due to the enforcement of the legal system. <laughs> it's like due to the enforcement of the legal system, Espot, that's the name of the supermarket, will have a free plastic bag distribution on Tuesday, June 30th to protect the global environment and will pay from Wednesday, July 1st. Please bring your my bag and cooperate your my bag <laughs> wow and cooperate with us i think they're reminding themselves they've got to bring their bag too <laughs> i just love the start of it Due to wait the, wait a minute your bag oh and my bag too <laughs> i could bring it too your Shit. bag i forgot about that yeah you're my bag let's put that in. <laughs> you're my bag i gotta you're carry you bag. around mm. put stuff in you mm. Our bag. Our bag. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get our bag. Gotta share it. <laughs> That's it, but my bag is like my car, my house. Like it's it's a noun in Japanese. So they they just translate my bag to my bag in English because they obviously must be English. But then they put the yeah. possessive yeah. pronoun in front of it. So it's two, two <laughs> possessive pronouns in front of a noun. Your my bag. <laughs> I mean, we could we could make a whole podcast around the misusage of our of our language of, of how English is so bastardized here. Every like many signs we still see today mm. where there's just riddled with grammatical errors <laughs> uh, at least they're trying you know at least you know at least they've got to put out some english uh, have you ever seen the sign for the uh, customers no no smoking and it's spelled s-m-o-r-k-i-n-g smorking smoking. smorking <laughs> sounds mm. like a sexual smorking, act okay. no smorking okay i won't do any smorking <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> yes but i i understand what you're trying to say i understand that the plastic bag thing why can't you just understand what my situation is and then choose the bag? I'm just well, and I'm I'm saying that in because it is a it's a trivial concern. I'm sure most people wouldn't give it a second thought. In fact, I'm sure other people in those instances would have just saved themselves the hassle and just said, "Just give me the S size." Yeah. What the fuck do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would mutter under their breath. Yeah. What the fuck do you think? You fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> But I didn't. I wanted to put the ball in her court yeah. so that she knew what I was. I was like, listen, you just, it's a block of cheese, surely. <laughs> surely you know what bag to use, don't you? Surely I'm not the only one. And, and you know what, what pisses me off most is that it's happened more than more than once. Mm-hmm. This is only in this one instance out of dozens mm. 
dozens of times I've been like not just a supermarket but a drugstore as well. I went to a drugstore. I had many different items, and they're saying, "Oh well, uh, which which bag do you want?" And they're pointing to these different bags. Mm-hmm. They've even got the sample bags mm-hmm. near the cash register, right? So they, they right, can right. Po- you can point to the one you want. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, but I'm thinking you've been working here for years. Yeah. This is your job to fucking put things in bags. <laughs> but this is one of the requirements of the job. You decide what goes in the bag before, but now that we've got to pay for it, you don't want to take the risk <laughs> that the bag is going to break or whatever. But but you've been doing this for your fucking a lot of your career and now now i've got to decide jeez i don't want to do your job for you yeah is there some risk that i'm i'm unaware of is there some fucking insurance claims that they're concerned about that people are going to be like oh my bag broke <laughs> you know, my bag broke hey, and i had to pay for it i'm going to sue you for millions of dollars <laughs> uh, i'm going to get your you're my bag out okay, you're my bag out and uh, you're my bag <laughs> you're my bag <laughs> Boy, you're my bag out all right I'm fucking suffocate That's the next more, time more, you should bag. say if they ask you you just what size you want you should say hey you're my bag <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like you, you you point you look like you're gonna point at one of the bags but then the finger goes at your no it starts pointing at your face <laughs> you start pointing at yourself you're my bag, you're my bag. <laughs> you're my bag. I'm gonna eat that you know what you should do next time you should bring a knife and just be like, hold on a second. My bag is my mouth. <laughs> just <start dressing>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you're my bag. Oh, yeah, it's my, it's my pocket. It's my, my pocket. My pants. <laughs> Do you know where your my toilet is? <laughs> the red shit is going right here, right <laughs> on my front pan, po- pan, pan pocket. Easy. Yes, yes, And yes. I want to put it in my front Easy. shirt pocket. <laughs> red shirt yeah, so that uh, so, okay. So I think I got my first my first pet peeve out of the way. Yes, uh, I want to talk. I want I want to hear about your first pet peeve. Okay, I guess it, it's more along the lines of more. Uh, it, it's about shopping. It's about shoes. Oh, so we're we're along the same lines. Yeah, You're yeah. in the same sphere as me. Yeah, we're okay. in the same sphere. We're in the same sphere of shopping and such. I have a size thirty centimeter foot for running shoes. Oh, stop! Ah, oh, stop! Stop being so fucked up! Stop showing off! Yeah, yeah, I'm showing up. Oh, I see my foot. Uh, but um, <laughs> I, so you know, it's it's a pain in the ass because sh- regular running shoe sizes go up to twenty nine. They go to twenty nine. Is that right? Yeah. So mm. it'll, it'll go to a local running shop, and uh, the staff person comes up to me. I just want to look at the new shoes to see what's out there. Oh, it sounds like a sad existence, but I want to figure out what possibly I could buy. And um, the the lady comes up to you, a little petite little lady there, and uh, she's. What's like, the name of the store? Uh, there's one called Aladdin, like Aladdin. Hachu. <laughs> I was looking like another allergy. <laughs> yeah, no. Aladdin. 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 That's a great name for a drugstore. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it be Allergen? Like Allergen. <laughs> but. Uh, you know that that's a well, that's kind of a pet peeve for me. Words that become katakana, like Japanese English words that become difficult to pronounce <laughs> once they become Japanese, mm. like allergy, is ah. Uh, uh, you know, I I struggle. Yeah, I'll say I'll say it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. go and say uh, it. Go, allergy. Allergy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say McDonald's. Yeah. Oh my god. Say McDonald's. Makudonododo. It's so hard to say. Makdu Naruto. Makudo. That's like fucking one of the most difficult <laughs> fucking words I had to pronounce uh, uh, upon coming to Japan. I said, I want to go to Max. And they're like, Maku? Maku? Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Why? Huh? <laughs> huh? Okay. Oh, there's another pet peeve right there. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered this before. What fucking episode yeah, did we cover that? A few months that? ago. I think what was that? Ago, I fucking what was that? I can't remember, but it was... Fuck, uh, like, eh? 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 Honto, honto. <laughs> yeah, so so that's a, actually I want to add that to the yeah, list. Yeah. Okay, so pet peeves is like that fucking noise that Japanese make when they don't understand. <laughs> You're like, huh? Eh, like, eh. I don't want to be rude about it. They're like, eh. Um, but anyway, yeah. So makudo naruto. Makudo. If you if you're coming to Japan, makudo naruto. Yeah, but actually, that's difficult. In Kansai, the short name is makudo. 
Makudo. Which is so much easier to yeah. say. That is great. Makudo. Good on good on the Osaka yeah. the Osaka Jin. Great. Yeah, they know how to Hey, you know you know what first kitchen is? Yeah. That's that uh fucking <laughs> yeah. oh, really? Is that true? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've shown you that picture. So first kitchen is like a fast food restaurant. Uh, first kitchen is the name in English. You can find it uh, many different spots. And uh, yeah, they, they shortened it to fucking. Yeah. So it's a good good place to go, um, except if you're hungry and not want to, you know, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Literally fuck. Uh, it's not a it's not, not really a good place really, to do it's it. It's not a place. To, it's not sanitary. <clears throat> One of pet peeve, actually, a pet peeve for me that's not related to Japan is how almost every TV show, whenever there's people who fall in love, they have sex in a public place, like a bathroom. They go to the bathroom to have sex. It's like, who the fuck? Not everyone. Not oh everything. Oh, my God. So many shows have it. It's ridiculous. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, mm. next time you, you just you, you just watch another show. And tell me within five episodes, <laughs> five episodes in, when people fall in love, when they fall in love, they fuck in the toilet in the restaurant. Oh, you want to get on? I, I watched the entire, I had pet peeve of uh, Friends, so I, I started, wa- I watched Friends with all 10 seasons within a two-week span period. And yeah. Why? Because I just, I wanted to watch a sitcom, so I watched it. What? And Jesus. And, and then what did you did you did you also get in a time travel machine to watch <laughs> it in the 90s? But anyway, like Ch- Chandler and what's her face? Monica, well, they get they fall in love and they start fucking in toilets. They fuck in toilets. I don't remember friends. Near, 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 mm. near, 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 fucking toilets. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to sing the theme song. It's fine. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell you about the theme song. Okay. Now, and then Marvelous Miss Maisel. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Great uh, Amazon show. Well, third season, not so great, but the first two seasons are pretty good. Uh, again. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, okay. There, there's scenes where the two main characters, they fuck in a restaurant toilet when they fall in love six feet mm. under that show six feet that hbo show, i remember that yeah yeah, yeah. It's the first episode yeah, right they fuck in it. six feet under so many fucking yeah. shows where it's just if but you've only listed three <laughs> look i i'm just because i'm doing a podcast about japan i'm not supposed to be talking about this right now i'm supposed to be talking about my pet peeve about running shoes that's what I'm really supposed to be talking about. That's but, what Japan is uh, all we about. We have a separate podcast about my pet peeves about guy, f- couples fucking in public restrooms or public places yeah. on TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And I can run the gamut of every single movie that I've watched that has in every single TV show. But right- so your, your, your contention is that in real life, it doesn't happen anywhere with as much frequency as, in, as it's portrayed in these television yes. shows. Or movies. Yeah, you're saying that these writers are just uh, concoct- concocting these it's, uh, it's ideas TV. of what romance is and lust and and love and just having no. You can't go to like a nearest motel or hotel it's or a, or, or you can't you can't plan ahead. You've yeah, just yeah, got you to fuck, fuck you immediately. Have, like, I, it's a trope. It's a television trope. It's like one of those things mm. that happen. It's like the same thing as like. Um, uh, one of the things I heard on a, another podcast, which I really enjoy, which is still not related to my shoe pet peeve, but um, is when oh we'll yeah, get there, police, we'll get there. Policeman, hopefully within an hour. Yeah, within an hour or so, we'll get back to that. When police okay. go into a restaurant or go into a place where someone's working, they need to talk to someone like a waitress, and they they're like, okay, so and so, Mrs. Smith, there, and then the police they find it. So she's over there, and she's wiping down tables. She's wiping down tables. Yeah, and we, yeah. we need to speak to you. Hey, what do you what do you want to talk to me for? I'm busy. <laughs> You're a fucking waitress. <laughs> I got I got a, I got I'm a single mother. I got a kid at home waiting for me. I got no time for this shit. And then the police are like, hey, oh, oh man, oh fuck. I figure out a way to get this person to talk to me. Oh fuck it hell, this single mother. Fuck, I, got, I didn't let's realize. Wait, let's wait a little bit. Wait until she cools off. <laughs> it's like it's so ridiculous. Or yesterday, I was watching Jumanji with my students because I play Jumanji, 
and, and like the original yeah no with, no, with robert williams the remake which is really good oh the remake and uh they, with the they rock have this one where there's uh there's a scene okay spoilers okay there's a scene where it's getting towards the end and they're they're trying to find a vehicle to use to escape wherever they want to go and they see the bad guys coming over the ridge in motorcycles and the distance between where they are and where the motorcycles are is like 300 meters and motorcycles of that ilk could probably get there to 300 meters in like 25 seconds but they proceed to have a conversation that it lasts at least three minutes about which vehicle they should take to get to escape and there's no possible way in that movie time world that they could have that conversation without the, the they're, they're already dead. They're dead. Yeah. Yeah. That, so yeah. That, that kind of movie reality is kind of annoying sometimes. Okay. That's another pet peeve. But now I'm going to get to my pet peeve running shoes, which doesn't even bother me <laughs> as much as the things I just talked about. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's something that, you know. You found all these offshoots. Yeah, these yeah. offshoots from your running shoes <laughs> have taken you down some dark paths. <laughs> So, like, the the lady, she's always very kind and very conscientious. Like, oh, how can I help you? What shoes are you looking for? Oh, um, do you have... Oh, you, you mean you met her before? Oh, no, no. I'm just the, the repeat of the same type of salesperson who's very kind and, like, the stereotype of salesperson. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, so you would say that most salespeople in Japan are just very, obviously, yeah, very polite. Yeah. Uh, so she she does she look more authentic than the others or just as fake? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? She's a salesperson. <laughs> I'm not looking deep into her soul. <laughs> you fake human. I I'd like to I like to I like to talk to someone else because uh, yeah, you, you, I think it looks like you're just doing this for money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want really somebody. You're, you're I want somebody who's got their heart and I got their heart and soul yeah, in this yeah, job. You know, you can work for free. In my shoe choices. <laughs> so basically, I, I just you. I know that what's going to come. Like I, I, just, I ask the same stupid fucking question, which is, do you have size thirty? And then they have this disdainful look. Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have the size thirty. Like, oh, I was going to say she was going to point at a sign of the shoe sizes. <laughs> <laughs> No, just point at like there's less oh, I got you guys up 29 yeah they, they usually I mean <laughs> in the one shop I, I went to they said well we could order these Nikes but I don't even really like Nikes so I won't buy that shoe but um, you know so the limitation of running shoes forces me to buy shoes online and for example the New Balance you can't buy New Balance from overseas shops for some reason uh, it's like a pain in the ass or else you have like these huge shipping duties. And like there's one New Balance shoe that I found on the New Balance Japan website. It was the Z- New Balance Zante Pursuit black color size 30. All of the other shoes on the website, <laughs> regardless of color, up to 29. But the one shoe, one pair of shoes I can get from this website from New Balance. But I prefer ultras, and ultras are not popular in Japan. So I have to order from a European websites, or I or I order from REI. And you know, of course, now it's time of COVID, so you can't really, I can't really complain that much. But still, it takes even when there we aren't in a pandemic, it takes a long time for shoes to get ready. So I have to prepare like months in advance. So if I were to show you a picture of where I'm s- sitting now. In the back behind me, I have three pairs of shoes that I don't plan on wearing for the next eight months. But I just um, have them there. So when my other shoes wear out, I can just start replacing them. So mm. it, it's um, mm. kind of a, a thing. You have to get into a cycle. It, it's it, If you have right. big feet, uh, it's you have to really plan ahead in order to get stuff that you want. Other things are okay. Clothing sizes can be a bit off. Um, so if you want to get like a business shirt and you're I'm at 183 centimeters here, I'm, I'm bragging again, I guess. But uh, so shirts feel weird on my body. Like Japanese, like if I go into like a place like Konaka or Aoki, the shoulders feel tight. So right. it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel right. And they're like, oh, it looks fine. It's like, yeah, it feels like someone just, made this mm. to make me angry you know it's like it doesn't well even business shirts yeah, I, mean, yeah. I remember when i was shopping with business shirts they're either too tight around the chest for me mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, there's a little bit of a brag. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So they're oh, either oh, too yeah. tight in the checks, or they're loose, but then the but then the sleeves are too long. Yeah. So I think uh, I think for, for many foreigners uh, coming to Japan, you might you may have some issues, yeah. not just with shoes, but just sizing in general. Off the rack clothing mm-hmm. can be very hit or miss. Yeah. So I think my recommendation to people coming in, just try the Uniqlo stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are Uniqlos overseas mm-hmm. in America and Europe. There are Uniqlo. Isn't it Uniqlo? Stores, but they're cheap. Isn't it Uniqlo? Uniqlo. Yeah, yeah, Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, So they come. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But in, in Japan, I don't think the sizes are the same mm. as what you're used to back home. So I, I think, but that's a good measure, a good way to discover whether the clothes are going to fit you. It's just by going into the Uniqlo store once you arrive in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, if you need clothing, of course. Uh, but shoes, yeah, shoes, like you said, uh, it's got to be an issue. I've got another friend as well who I play touch rugby with, mm-hmm. and he's got some real issues with shoe sizing, and he's got to uh, buy new pairs every time he returns back home. Mm. Um, and buying online is always, yeah, Hit there's like miss. inherent risk. Yeah. You, it's, there's risk there. Um, but I've been fortunate because I'm not. You don't have yeah. big feet. Yeah. I don't have big feet. Well, not 30, that's for yeah. sure. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. Like business shoes, I can find in my size for some reason. They're cut differently. So if mm. I go to a, like a Aoki or Konaka and I buy business shoes, black, you know, shit, it's fine. Just running shoes, mm. hiking shoes, forget it. I have to go online. But luckily, there's uh, places like I guess I make a suggestion, Runner In. If you ever, if you're gonna live in Japan and you feel like you got size 30 and you're not gonna get the shoe size properly, you like running or hiking, Runner In. R U N N E R I N N. That website is a European set website, but it has for the japanese market there's a market for the japanese mm. so you can actually get shoes and sports gear uh over there and sometimes they sell shit that seems like it from american websites like rei which is a really big sporting goods services company yeah, in america yeah. they won't send shit for example solomon they won't send yeah they won't do it but this right. european place They'll send shit that's Solomon goods. Mm. So um, if you want to get... Oh, so I have a recommendation for if you're into soccer or rugby or touch rugby or sports where you need cleats on the bottom of your shoes, uh, there is a store which I would highly recommend. Let me just bring it up just to make sure that I'm... uh, that I have it correctly right. Just a moment. I'll edit this out. Okay, no worries. Hang on. With the magic of editing. Magical. Hmm, for some reason. Hang on. Hang on. It's not not searching. Hang on. Just a moment. Fuck! Come on. This is annoying. This is a pet peeve from uh, my computer. Yeah. But that's got nothing to do with Japan. Yeah, it doesn't have anything. But hey, it didn't stop me from talking about 15 minutes about... Uh, <laughs> TV tropes, so. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, I want to make sure it's right because I don't want to put any fucking show notes in. Um, well, for some reason, it's not coming up. Hang on. Okay, I got it. Okay, cool. Are you ready, are you ready, are you ready to uh, get back into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, let's go. So what do you got there? So the, sh- the yeah, I, I would recommend uh, people uh, go to shop, soccer shop, Kamo. Okay. That is soccer, soccer shop, Kamo, K-A-M-O. Hmm. And I was very, I was so happy to find it. And one of my, the, the guy I was telling you about who had to buy 
shoes that matched his size back in America. He actually found this shop and he said that, uh, yeah, in, in some for some brands, mm. uh, Adidas or Nike, they actually have his size. Right, right. So uh, I would recommend going there and the staff are amazing. The staff that I saw on that particular day uh, in, uh, I believe it was Shinjuku. Yeah, mm. Shinjuku. Uh, again, very, yeah, very, very good service. Yeah. And you can have, you can try on the shoes and you can run around in the store. Yeah, tear it up with the Great shop. Yeah, it's cool. Tear it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so where were, where were you? You were, oh, yeah. so, so basically, your, just, your shoe. Yeah, just yeah. shoes. That's basically it. Like, it, it's hard to find good sizing and it just takes a while to, you know, get the things that you need because you have to, or I have to order shit online. Uh, and with the amount of running that I do, uh, I do about, okay, now I'm bragging, I guess. Uh, I run about 2,000 kilometers a year. So that means that I have to basically replace, I have to get four different pairs of shoes a year in order to mm. uh, cover my foot needs. So it takes a while to get all this shit done. So yeah, that's 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 what's going on. Um right. So that's that's one pet peeve. Uh so what about you? What's another one for you? Uh the 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 other one is I don't know how often this has happened to you. Mm-hmm. But uh I, and also, I guess it doesn't happen to you so often because you're living in a rural area, but yeah. in the city, mm-hmm. it can be crowded around certain times of the day during rush hour right. when you're trying to get to work. I no longer do that, but sometimes in the evenings, I sometimes hit the rush hour crowd mm-hmm. um, because uh, I, you know certain shops or, or restaurants or sh- you know things that I want to do mm-hmm. sometimes falls in that time. So when I'm walking there, walking in a hurry to get somewhere, sometimes you'll come across people who just are looking mindlessly at their phones. Uh-huh. They're like zombies with right. their fucking necks are like crouched over, like they're trying to fucking, mm. I don't know, inspect like some fucking archaeological find or mm. dig and right. they're just like there walking along like fucking trying to study it, examine it. And and the problem with that is, is that you're impeding the flow of foot traffic. Right. You're, you're, you're impeding me from getting somewhere and the, because it's a densely populated area, um, a part of me thinks like this person is either from out of town uh, or, uh, you know, a Japanese person from out of town, out, outside of the city, or a foreigner. Right. Because I'm walking from behind. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm immediately pissed off. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? And why are you looking at your fucking phone when... When you can look at your phone, uh, you can go off to the side. Mm-hmm. How about instead of fucking walking in the middle, the middle of the side, well, how about you fucking go across to the side so that people can get past you? Um, yeah, so that infuriates me. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you? Um, a little bit, but uh, I, I guess it, it doesn't bother me as much. I, I just try to figure out a way around these people. Um, but I, I can imagine, like, if you're... You know, there was a there was a podcast. Uh, was it WYNC? They have a podcast, uh, Radio Lab. They had a podcast that was really interesting about the speed of different cities. Every yeah, every city, yeah, has a yeah. different speed. They like they measure it. Researchers measured it. So I, I can imagine like everyone's walking at a certain speed, but then someone else is slowing down. So then it. it it would be really, really off-putting for people who are used to a certain pace when they're confronted with someone who is just virtually ignoring that because everyone on average will walk a certain pace. But this one person could get in the way and just screw the whole works up. So I could see how that would be really annoying. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse than when you're trying... For example, if you're trying to catch a train, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And... The train is coming, and you go. You have to go down a flight of stairs yeah. in order to catch this train. But then there's, for example, you're on, you're on an escalator, and maybe two people are standing on both sides. You know, uh, taking up the whole the whole escalator. Mm-hmm. When in Japan you're supposed to in, in Tokyo you're supposed to stand on the left. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to walk down an escalator, 
in Tokyo, you stand to the left. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Osaka, you stand to the right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then people can pass by you on the left. Right. Whereas in Tokyo, you, you, you go by on, on the right. So in those cases, if some if there's a couple of people talking to each other during... I mean, I mean, this is just a hypothetical situation. Right. I don't, this has never happened to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but in those cases, you... You can you can imagine when you're trying to catch a train and there's people who are just meandering, <laughs> meandering towards the train, mm-hmm. right? And you want to get into the train before the door closes, but you see people just ambling towards it mm-hmm. like they've got no yeah. care in the world. Yeah. But then you've got a fucking meeting to attend and you have to get on this fucking train. Mm. And I've actually fucking shoved past people mm-hmm. and I wasn't proud of it. I wasn't proud of the fact that I had to fucking actually shove people out of the fucking way yeah. in order for me to get on the train. And I, I apologized quickly. I'm like, Simmerson, come inside. And I fucking shove through to mm. get through on the fucking train. Because mm. I hate when that happens to me mm. when somebody's like, because I, I don't have to catch this train. But I don't stand in the middle, you know, as the door. I don't stand in front of the door so that people can't get on the train. Mm. I try to remove myself from it. But I, but I have been uh, in situations where people have like shoved past me because they wanted to get on a train. Um, and uh, I, I just I let that go because mm. I've been in those situations before. Right. It's basically rush hour. What I'm talking about is rush hour. Mm-hmm. During those periods, if you've got, you, I think it behooves you as someone who resides in the city to respect the pace of flow. The flow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes you have to respect the speed, the tempo. If you're not cut out for it, um, if you're some old fogey, I don't know, you, you know, walk stumbling around and you get shoved to the ground, I'm sorry. Well, okay, fuck, well, fuck you. I, 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 I'm not going to go that far. I mean, I, I think you just got to recognize when people are old, they're old. There's nothing you can do about it. So uh, no, what I'm saying is, is there's a way. There's a way around it. Yeah. Either stay to the left and also just just stay stay out of people's um, paths. In order to mm. get to the train, it's not that difficult right. to understand. Stay out of people's way, so that they can smooth. And of course, people are going to think, "Well, just wake up earlier, right? You know, get get to work on a reasonable pace." Yeah. And that, yes, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm a people fucking do, asshole. No, I'm just people kidding. do get to <laughs> people do people do get you know people do have to get up earlier. But what you don't what you don't understand is that yeah. sometimes trains are delayed, right? And sometimes there are. Issues with the train that you're scheduled to catch is going is no longer there and it's delayed and now there's like a throng of people trying to get on that train and then your whole morning is fucked and by the time that happens and you're trying to catch the train then um, then yeah your uh, te- emotions are frayed yeah. emotions are very very much frayed at that point very very sensitive very very. Yeah, you know, okay, that leads me to a uh, a pet peeve that I just came up came up with me because uh, being a teacher, you know, working at university or even now in high school, you know, when the train is late, the the service staff of the trains they give something to uh, passengers called a chien show, and it, it's a, a late, like a late pass, yeah, a late pass, and uh, students will uh, walk into class or whatever, and they'll give you this thing. That was the bane of my existence first period working at university in Tokyo. It's like so many students were late. It was like, hey, you're late every freaking time. Just like you said, wake up earlier. I believe you. I believe you that the train was late. I don't need this tiny little piece of paper. What am I supposed to do with it? I can't even wipe my ass with it. It's too small and the texture's not good. So what am I going to do with this piece of paper? I don't want to see the paper. At a certain point, after like halfway through the semester, I was like, you don't have to give this to me. I believe you. Just take an earlier train. It's like you get like first period you, out of 40 students, you might have five or six. So every every morning you get like five or six of these freaking little white pieces of paper that tell you that the train was late. It's like, what happened to the honor system? What you, I thought, you know, isn't Japan supposed to be this incredibly honor based thing where everyone trusts each other? Everyone's telling the truth. I don't need a piece of paper to tell me that you were late because of the train. I believe you. It's like that that really annoyed me. And then it happens in high school, too. It's like they, and they have to bring them. They have to show the homeroom teacher. Oh, look, I was late because of the train. It's like we all know the train was late today. 
And we all know that you take this train at a certain stop to get here. Everyone knows that. So obviously you're going to be late. Why do I need a little piece of paper to prove that? It's just a waste. It's just a waste. It's annoying. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous because you are just talking about the top of the podcast. You're talking about these plastic bags, these plastic bags that are that they cost two yen, four yen and five yen. And it's all because we want to protect the environment and we want to get people more conscious about what they're doing with the plastic that they're consuming as as people. And so I understand that I can get back on board with that. I can get my own your my bag and put it in my, you know, carry it around and put all my shit into it and all that kind of stuff. But all of a sudden I get this paper shit coming in and it's like, what the fuck? Where are our priorities? Why don't we just trust each other for crying out loud? Well, I disagree. Okay, go on. So in companies, if the train is late and I know you're talking about school, Mm -hmm. but I remember being uh, on a delayed train and the job, the company that I work for, there's a policy among every company in Japan. If your train is delayed, you have to you have to hand in a pass. You have to show them a pass. Otherwise, they're just going to think you slept in. Or they're going to think that, you know, your priorities aren't here. You need to show proof. And you, you talk about honor honor system. Well, the honor, the honor is this piece of paper that you could barely wipe your ass with. This is what is required of me because society demands it they demand to see because the the trains are rarely late so when it does happen it's it's like uh you know it's such a rare event the train staff <clears throat> will actually you know they actually give you a piece of paper and like i'm sorry and this is to tell your boss that you know it's all our fault this is jr's fault or this is whatever train company that you're riding with it's their fault so the responsibility lies with the train, and so they, they, in terms of them accepting responsibility, is them giving you this piece of paper in which to give to your boss or to your ungrateful English teacher. Ungrateful <laughs> an inconvenience. Teacher. He's I like, what trust the fuck? you He's like, so I'm, much I'm giving that you I don't excuse. need this little freaking piece of paper. <laughs> Stop giving me paper every single morning. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Just, are these, the trains these on time? Just no, they're not society. on time. They're, they're following it and lead. They're, they're they not need on time. to. And also setting them up for their companies. Their companies are going to be asking them. So it's like a root. It's like it's, a, a good habit to have. It's, it's a, a good terrible habit system. to have these like train passes terrible system why 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 do the companies need it you've hired this person because based on their on on their attributes and now you don't believe them you go to america people you know what they'll say oh you were late yeah traffic was bad traffic was bad oh yeah yeah. how do i know that where's your pass where's your pass what do you mean pass (laughs) you saw it outside you listened to the news it was there was an accident so, you know, it, I understand where you're coming from. You know, it, it, there's, uh, there's uh, checks and balances that are part of society. And the trains, the train, the train staff, they are happy to take, because you know how it's ignominious. There's a, a probium, a probium, there's shame attached to being late. There's real shame to being late. You can you can appreciate that, right? In Japanese mm-hmm. culture, being late to your office job is one of the worst sins you can commit in Japan. If you're not there, you uh, you're, you're showing your colleagues, your manager, that you fucking disrespect them. You hate your fucking job. You can't be bothered waking up. Uh, hours earlier than uh, the train. Are you going to use the excuse of the train? Really? Fuck you. You can't use the excuse of the train. Oh, you have a pass. Okay. All right. So, so the train, the train guys are going to take responsibility for your tardiness. In that case, so you're you're welcome back into this family. You're welcome back with That's open arms because you've got a train pass. That's so vindictive. That is so vindictive. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound. Such it's true, crazy. though. No it's li- true. But no way. Come on, such that a is true. Because you couldn't get up in time. Everyone knows everyone's trying to get up on early st- as possible because everyone doesn't. No one wants to step on anyone else's toes. Of course, you want to be on time, and of course, everybody knows what the situation of the train is that day. 
So to say that someone has to prove that they were uh, delayed by something else, it wasn't of their own accord, just speaks of a society that doesn't that doesn't trust each other. It's like, whoa, wait a second. We need all of this. No, no, there's trust. Of course, there no, is trust. Isn't. If you need there a piece tr- of paper to prove that you weren't that you were late because of the train, that's just saying that there is no such thing. No, as no, because you're shit. No, all you're doing is you're shifting the uh, potential how you look. You know, losing face. Mm-hmm. Losing face in Asian culture, particularly Japan, I know in China as well, in Korea, losing face, being shamed, you know, uh, you don't want to lose face in any, uh, particularly in an office environment, in government life, uh, in many situations, you, you don't want to lose face. And the fact that you're, it's like you're letting, you're letting down, you're letting them down in the sense that you're, you don't take the job seriously people will wake up three hours earlier when they're only living fucking 30 minutes away from their job but they'll wake up earlier in order to get there and that's what they that's the message that they send to all staff who join a company for the first time there's no fucking way you're going to be late there is no way in hell you've got you got to have a fucking dead parent or something uh, during that time. You've got to be in one hell of an accident. And so, what the train companies are doing—they're actually doing a really—they're going above and beyond the call of duty. They're saying, "Listen, no, no, we we are going to give these guys a pass because we know how important their jobs are, and we're gonna we're gonna take the blame." The the this is on us guys. I, we I fucked up. I completely disagree. We we fucked up the to the train the train schedule. You should be able to set like your timer. You know you should the, the the trains operate like clockwork in Japan. And when they don't, then the train companies have to take responsibility. And the people who are late should not take responsibility. They don't. That's they the t- point I'm trying to make. But the, that's the point I'm trying to make. They should not take responsibility. They shouldn't. They they don't have to take responsibility. If people actually, I know trust your each point. Other. Your point is like just trusting each other. I get that. I get that. But but in Japan, it doesn't work uh, that way. But it does work. That's that my way. point. I, I don't. I don't. I, I I disagree that people that it's so severe in that sense of being on time or. Like, I think people for for the most part, if you were to call ahead of time and say I'm going to be late for something, people will say okay, fine. But it, the, the fact that there has to be these checks and balances, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, whatever. I've worked in offices for several years. I've worked in Japanese offices and foreign companies, and the Japanese staff, it, without fail, will apologize profusely for being late, despite having a train pass. Even though they have a train pass, they will they will apologize, and I said, "Listen, I'm really sorry. We, uh, so sorry." Uh, and that's just what I've noticed throughout my times mm-hmm. of working in these offices is that they take it very seriously. I remember being late uh, and uh, never heard of the end of it. I was like, no, what the, f- why? I was like, well, you know, the train was delayed. Where's your pass? And I said, what pass? What are you talking about? They're like, well, if, if the train was delayed, where's your pass? And they looked at me like I had fucking raped their mother or something. I was like, listen, I don't, like I don't know what do you mean a pass I, I don't understand and then and they said next time there is a delay you should see a line of people a long line of people waiting at the ticket gate to collect a pass um, so next time please please just get a pass mm. because um, uh, yeah it just it really helps us and and maybe I don't know about the accounting purposes as well I'm not sure about that or legally, I don't know what legal or accounting practices there are, but they fucking keep these passes for some reason. For no keep reason, them. I don't. I don't think there's anything. I think I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It was some office policies. Maybe they keep them, them for some other fucking reason. I don't know. I know. I just threw them away. I don't know. I think it, it's have to just, delve deeper into the into the train pass. Uh, but uh, it looks like we've we've creeped up on an hour. Wow, look at that. Oh, my golly. Uh, we have, I probably haven't even gotten halfway through our pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have many more? Uh, I had a few other ones. 
So we, we can hold off for another day. A pet peeves too. Yeah, pet peeves too. Part well, two. actually, there'll be pet peeves ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. Be a series of pet peeves because every day we live in Japan, <laughs> we always encounter a few other pet peeves. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now we have a now we have a platform on <laughs> which to share our fucking grievances with people. Why not use it? Uh, <laughs> a heated discussion on train passes. I didn't think it was heated at all. It was fun. Did you think it was heated? Well, I was excited. Oh really? Yeah. Wanted to give a different side to mm, the story, yeah, oh. and I and I get your side that like why the fuck can't you just trust people? Mm. Just give them the benefit of the doubt, right? That's your that's where you come come down on. But no, you. And also, you know, it's not just benefit of the doubt. It's also you understand what the situation is outside. Also, you came from outside, and everyone's watching the news, as Yahoo and internet connection and all that kind of stuff oh, i get that mm-hmm. yeah i just think it's just a un- more uniform way to save face yeah you don't have to give an excuse you don't have to say any reason you don't have to give a reason i mean you just give them something you don't even have to say just say oh sorry yeah there's a pass and that's it that's it done you don't even you don't have to give any explanation at all because you're holding a piece of paper mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just mean, think there's something there's something to that. And it's something to like I I understand what you're saying, but each time that I would receive one, I found it offensive. I was like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Again? Because it, it's a look on the student's face as it was late. And as you're saying, like like at a workplace you, you have to be early or whatever, but students are coming in at a certain time every day and the train is delayed every day because there's certain lines at rush hour that are going to be consistently delayed so you just have to work within that system of delay but because it's uh, always delayed they have these little pieces of paper that they give to people because the train was delayed but in reality the normal worker would just be waking up, twenty, as you said, 20 to 30 minutes earlier because they know the train's going to be delayed. And so they arrive on time despite the fact. They just get used to the delay. So that's, that's, what, I, that's what I've experienced. When yeah, I, but, yeah, but sometimes people like... Uh, I know your school is one, one thing. One, um, yeah, I, I, can, I can understand the situation with your school. Mm-hmm. But, but sometimes there are people take going to school where they take different trains. Sometimes there are three or four different connecting trains. Mm-hmm. So if one train is delayed in, in that journey, mm-hmm. and it's it's difficult for administration staff in the school to determine um, for 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 a certain kid that there was a delay on um, when there's a simple there's already uh, an answer. There's already a solution right there. That train that was delayed, you just get a pass and then just show them like here here you go. Um, I'm late because this one connecting train uh was delayed Hmm. which prevented me from taking this next train which prevented me from taking the next train and that's why i'm an hour and a half late Hmm. (laughs) i I think like um just using the system that way i i see i I guess we i i see your point and i see where you're coming from but um i am diametrically opposed to the system Fair enough. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like I, I, I like that now if I was a student and I didn't have to tell I didn't have to come up with an excuse you know, or reason. I didn't have to talk to my teacher about it. Just just share a pass. I'm like, I'm done. That's it. Let's get on with the school. I'm late and here you go. This is to prove that I'm late. I don't have to give you a reason why like, oh, I can I can come in and say the train was delayed. Um or I can just give you a pass because that's what everyone else does. And it just makes the interaction to me just so much easier, and and now, uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't don't have to justify myself, you know. I don't have to. Uh, this is out of my, no longer on my plate, so to speak. There's less something less, one less thing to talk about or to. 
that, that, that'll concern me for the rest of the day. And I think that's also another thing that bothers me about it. Like it, each time, oh, really? you, yeah, like it's that the, 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 oh, well, I'm just going to, all I have to do is show you this thing and then I don't need to talk to you. It's like, oh, okay, uh, okay. I, I think the, yeah. there's so many aspects of it that really bother me. Actually, that is, it's really interesting. I'm glad uh, we got onto that. I don't even remember how we got onto it. Trains. Oh, you're talking about the kids who come in with your the late passes. But something that you said then made me think about the the late passes. But uh, in any case, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll definitely cover this again. Yes. Late passes. We'll do a whole episode <laughs> on late passes. I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll like, uh, <laughs> like we'll why? I'm sure there's like a history oh. to it, and this could be like the one like aspect, like facet of society, yeah. the the underpinnings <laughs> of what makes Japan Japan are the train passes. Oh my God. Without train Deep passes, research. the whole civilization <laughs> in Japan just collapses. <laughs> it's fucking anarchy without these train passes, and you're pissing all over it. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Take it out, and Japan would improve by thirty five to 40 percent on the happiness scale. with that <laughs> <laughs> all right then till uh, next time all right.